Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. You know that song still gives me goosebumps. I, I listen to that song. It's on my playlist of my car, actually. And it's so interesting, the effect it has on me. And uh, I got to say, I know, see, I don't want to get like that, but emotional, but I love my country. I really do. Uh, and I'm so glad I have uh, Lara Logan uh, coming up in the next hour uh, to tell you what it's like to be a mainstream media person and then tell you what it's like to tell the truth. That's huge. Um, and I was really grateful uh, to get that uh, interview. Big hat tips, Steve Adams and Mike. Uh, thank you for that. And I, I so appreciate so many people working behind the scenes to assure that liberty messages are are there and given and talked about. And that's what that's what the the medium of talk is all about it's not a news program talk radio in polit in the po- political sphere isn't a news program it is to look at the narrative take that apart question the narrative and uh wake people up to the narrative <laughs> okay. um media government's always controlled uh news something that we don't it doesn't really register here in america the chinese think we're absolute idiots that we don't realize this yet by the way <laughs> Don't you feel like a moron? It's like the the Chinese are going, do you trust your media? Why? (laughs) So, you know, Um, anyway, um, I had a great discussion this last week with Alex Jones on camera about liberal women. And, you know, I have a love for men who I just I love everything about men and what they stand, what they do. And and I love the partnership between men and women, and I can't stand women liberals. So a liberal woman to me, if she's a true, you know, lib, ugh, you know, just the conversation's very, very difficult for me um, because I really respect the roles. And it was a fun conversation. Uh, it, was, it was really a fun conversation about, about women in society and, and what they're all about. And there's just so many things on my mind today about observances of things and and uh, and the reason I mentioned that is because that poll came out about wi- about young women identifying as liberal, whatever that means. I mean, it, it, to them, it means I want I have dreams and I want to follow them. Well, nobody said you couldn't. <laughs> so but in their minds, it means liberal. And they're kind of confusing it because a hardcore liberal woman, a feminist, um, they they like to discard men. They like to say that men aren't important. And I feel that men are. And always will be. And they are very, very needed. And I wouldn't want to be without my husband. So I wouldn't want to be out there without them. And you guys are very needed right now in a society that's telling men to be very metrosexual and very uh, feminine. And don't listen to that garbage. Don't listen to that garbage. Women like a, like a John Wayne, they really do. And women like that kind of uh, thing. So don't, don't listen I talked yesterday about being gaslit a little bit by the media in, in, in trying to believe that we're not a, a Christian nation or, or this narrative or that narrative. Stop believing it. Stop believing it. This week is the anniversary of, um, of the 2017 uh, shooting in Vegas. Okay. And it was so fascinating to me because I was looking at my feed and, and this was six years ago. I can't believe it was six years ago, but I was down there in Vegas 
And I was listening to the cop scanner because I was stopped on the freeway while I saw helicopters going around Mandalay Bay and stuff. And and uh, so we were listening to the cop scanners and they said that there were like seven or eight shooters on the ground in different places. And normally if something happens at a hotel, business as usual is going on in the rest of the strip, right? Business as usual is going on everywhere. And I was looking at my feed and people were agreeing with me that were down there and they were saying, yeah, they were saying, gosh, you know, we were just kind of going about our business because you figure some altercations going on down the other end of the strip. Oh, well, you know, I'm sure stuff happens all the time. But they were told, yeah, you got to hunker down in your room. There's all kinds of shooters going around and all kinds of things. And they were they on the scanners. They were hunting down all kinds of people. It wasn't one shooter in a hotel room, which never made sense to me because the narrative of that just was absurd to me okay and even the people on the ground said there were people on the ground shooting at them not somebody up in just a room and so just trying to break through those barriers of the narrative and looking at it six years later and then of course another shooting in the news today right so i implore you to and i know you're doing this anyway but to do more research into these isolated events um, and the fact that they kind of tick up at different times, right? And they usually have the same MO. And when I was down listening to the police scanner in Vegas myself, it was really fascinating to me how it didn't match the narrative at all. Not at all. So the next morning I wake up and it's a completely different story on the news from what I was hearing the whole night before. And I thought after being in one person, not in one, but close to one personally, Um, I know there are more people like me that went, now, wait a second here. Where's the true story and what really what happened here? Okay, because it's not what we heard the night before. To question the narrative always, no matter how you get attacked for it. And trust me, you'll get attacked. (laughs) But do it anyway, because it was interesting when I did this post on Facebook about being involved in that as a talk show host, which was really weird. And then I get all these responses on Facebook from people that were down there, too, that said, hey, I had the same thing happen. Hey, I I was noticing the same thing. Wait a second. And I thought, if you can get people to talk and get people to really explore and understand that we are shown one thing and then living in another, okay? And that was the same with Vegas too. What happened all night long was not what they said on the news in the morning, okay? That same um, a police chief then, right, went to, was in Maui when the whole Maui thing happened. He was there for the Vegas thing and then he went to Maui. That's really strange. Do you not think that's weird? <laughs> hmm, two big events. Can you imagine the odds? Okay. So I was looking at my, my feed and I was, I was kind of drifting through the years. And this is the anniversary of that week that that happened in Vegas. I think that happened like October the 1st or something, right? In 2017. So I was kind of looking at that and, and, uh, and then I was reporting on the fact that there were some articles that said USA Today reported that YouTube actually changed their algorithm about the shooting in Las Vegas because too many people were posting contradicting videos YouTube was trying to get mainstream news, you know, the first thing to see, that you see in your search rather than getting some of people going, well, wait a second, this is what I saw or this is what happened when I was down there that night. 
they changed their algorithm to feed you the AP and the Reuters narratives that night. How scary is that? That's the world we live in. And then they want to laugh at you and call you a conspiracy theorist for saying that, wait a second, but what I just observed was the opposite, right? I just, I just observed the opposite. Why can't I say that? See, they just wanted to make sure everybody got, you know, shut up um, in, in, the, in the matter. And right now there's a big call for unity. Okay. Before I take this caller, there's a big call for unity. What unity means is be quiet. Agree with the AP. Agree, agree, agree. Do not disagree. Because if you disagree, then that means that you are not unified. You're not bringing peace. Don't ever be that guy. Okay, because it's the new it's the new um, definition. It's kind of like how we changed what progress means, because progress is supposed to mean more government now. No, no. In fact, when when we talk about unity, unity is absolutely 100 percent the measure of self-censorship, because in order to be unified, unified only means peace. If you agree with the narrative. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi. Hi. I think um, I think you need to be looking also at the FBI because a special agent in charge, Steve Merrill, was there. Mm-hmm. And he was posted there uh, some months before, maybe a year or more before. Mm-hmm. And uh, I met him in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And I looked him up, and he had been in India where there was a mass, a mass shooting mm. in, in that city in Interesting. India. Interesting. Associated with a... Um, uh, right. Not a synagogue, but a um, okay. uh, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay. one of the, the Jewish, Jewish organizations. Interesting. Um, All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank yes, you I for that. I need to look at his career. Okay. Because um, yeah. I, I, I was being denied access to the FBI office so I could file a complaint. Mm. And I walked up to him and he gave a public, uh, a public uh, right. speech regarding um, uh, abuse against women. Okay. And uh, he handed me his card. He says, oh, you won't have any problem getting in. And that turned out to be BS. I never okay. did get in. Okay. Thank you for that. I really appreciate that. We'll get to the next caller. I want people to be able to call in, but thank you. I'll look into that. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Uh, yes. I would like to uh, return to a subject you brought up the other day. You were asking what was on my mind, and that, mm-hmm. that was on my mind. Mm-hmm. And it applies to over 100,000 federal laws. Mm-hmm. And, but the particular uh, subject you were talking about at the time was the abortion, uh-huh. uh, Roe versus Wade. Mm-hmm. And uh, you were talking about we need a federal, uh, there's no federal law mm-hmm. of, uh, mm-hmm. authorizing abortion. Mm-hmm. And this is really important. It doesn't only apply to that abortion. It applies to, like I said, say over 100,000 other federal laws, the point I'm making. Okay. So if you have uh, two levels of laws, you have mm-hmm. a lesser law and you have a greater law. Yeah. And uh, the greater law that I'm referring to is the supreme law, which mm-hmm. is the Constitution. Sure. So, and you have a statute law on one side. So what if there was a statute law mm-hmm. that said uh, abortion is illegal? Mm-hmm. That's what you're actually uh, saying. It was, there is none. But yeah. what if there was? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You the states always, can still because decide. Every single mm-hmm. statute law that violates mm-hmm. the Constitution right. is according to what, founding father after founding father mm-hmm. is null and void. It's right. non-existent. What I was bringing up more was the lie on our right, okay? Because we, when everybody would go and, and try to get elected to office, they would say that I am, I am against abortion. 
But when they got into office, they wouldn't actually do anything, and they would always blame Roe versus Wade. And the whole entire time, so this is the big lie that's told in America. The whole entire time, okay, 35 years, you could have, 45 years, you could have actually, the state could have done whatever they wanted to do with that. They, this, the state could have um, gone up against that. They used it as a scapegoat over and over and over again, and they never challenged it. And Roe versus Wade was an opinion in one state, Texas. What about all the other states? Okay, no. so nobody okay. challenged yeah, it, but, but right. people are under that delusion. Yeah, yeah, everything you're right, right, except about the decision, as I'd called in for years, mm-hmm. uh, t- uh, stating, stating to you, that decision, uh, the Supreme Court was right when they said it was null and void. There is no power in the federal right. Constitution, U.S. Constitution. Right. So it has actually no authority in anywhere in Texas or anywhere. Yeah. But the point I'm making here is really quite important. Mm-hmm. I hear this all the time. We talk about, well, the Supreme Court has that, no authority there, the right. violation of the Constitution. We'll talk about the president, and we should talk about both, mm-hmm. both of them. The president is doing something that's unconstitutional and our presidents for a long time and right. it's getting worse and worse are doing all sorts of things. There's no authority in the Constitution. Mm-hmm. But occasionally a, a conservative, somebody on our side that supports liberty, will say, well, there, there needs to be a federal law. If there's yeah. a federal law, yeah, you don't, uh, whether don't they want to ban it or, or mm-hmm. uh, legalize it. Right. The point I'm making, it makes no difference if there is a federal law or not, if it violates the Constitution. Right. We always have to start with the Constitution, the Supreme no, Law. No, you're right. The Supreme the Supreme Law says there is no authority for the mm-hmm. federal government to be involved in, in uh, abortion. So yes. even if there was a statute law, yeah. it would be inferior to the Constitution uh, authorizing abortion, and then it would be null and void. And if the Constitution said, yeah, yes, abortion is illegal yeah. or is legal, right. then uh, no statute law would, could uh, say that it is legal. Are, okay. you understand my yes, point? I totally do. Thank you for that. Yes, I get it. Um, and, and yeah, it's a brilliant point. It's a brilliant point. We do not know enough about states' rights. We do not know enough about um, what the Fed is permitted to do or as far as as with our liberty and what um, what they are not. But, but we've 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 get it, we've gotten into a society where the Feds they give the strings of money, and it ties the states in, and then the states do their bidding. And I I live in one of those states. I know, and uh, and it's very very difficult for people to understand the. The fact that we have God-given rights, they are God-given, okay, and that the government is supposed to protect those rights and that states' rights are vital, but that's been lost. It's kind of like how the media consistently engineers the idea that the president is the arbiter of everything, that the only office that matters is president. It's the most important office is president. You should only think about who's president and everything stems from the president. It does not. It's Congress. Congress is actually way more important than the president. And the reason they named it president was because it, at, at, back in the day, it was like the equivalent of being a, a McDonald's manager. <laughs> they didn't want the title of king. They didn't want anything to, to resemble any sort of like real importance, actually. They wanted to diminish the role because we were not going to walk back into, oh, king kind of uh, society again. And that's why they named it president. Because president at the time, if you think about it, it's like president of an organization. It's like not, you know... There's people, 
other people too. Anyway, Congress is way more important, but we don't, we're never taught that. The mainstream media right now, and even a lot of talk shows will say, oh no, the president, the president, it's always about the president. No, it's not actually. They want you to look at the president, but it's really about Congress. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I retired three years ago, and I've been hearing your ads on the radio for years. And finally, when I moved, you know, I went through this flurry of activity. And all of a sudden, after a couple months after the painting was done and the unpacking and the putting away and everything, because I moved to a different state. And I said, you know what? I'm going to get some of that and try it. I'm telling you, it was like I was a whole new person. I could have given a three-year-old a run for his money. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order with free shipping and our money back guarantee. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code Kate. Hey, everybody. Last month, the G20 announced a plan to impose digital currencies and digital IDs on their populations. So central bank digital currencies essentially allow the government to track, well, every purchase you make. They could even allow officials to prohibit you from purchasing certain products. Isn't that lovely? Or easily freeze or seize part of or all of your money. So concerned people, (laughs) I hope you're concerned diversifying their assets. That's what they're doing into physical gold with the help of of Birch Gold Group. This is the company I trust. This is the one I would tell you to go to. Okay. If you want a physical asset held in a tax sheltered retirement account, then you should go to Birch Gold too. All you have to do is get their information, text 989898 and text the name Kate. They're going to send you a free info kit on gold and the easiest way uh, to become a Birch Gold customer. If you have an IRA or 401k from a previous employer, just gathering dust, Birch Gold can help you actually convert that right now into an IRA in gold and you don't even pay a penny out of pocket. How nice is that? You guys, this is so huge, so important. Please text 989898. Text my name, Kate. Okay. Just get the information so I know that you're at least covered with the information from a group of people I trust. Okay. Thanks, you guys. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Get an antibiotic kit from uh, Jace Medical, J-A-S-E medical.com. Code word is Kate. You'll love it. And uh, it'll give you a lot of peace of mind. You'll have it in a little travel kit. It's incredible. And uh, it'll give you that peace of mind moving forward because shortages, all kinds of things, all kinds of things can happen. And in a blink, you can be out of something and uh, they'll help you get your prescriptions ahead, which is great, right? Who doesn't want that? And also an antibiotic kit, get ivermectin from them, get all kinds of things from them. And uh, jacemedical.com, sometimes it's just filling out a form or sometimes it's a quick call just because of the medications maybe you're requesting or or whatever. But I love that company because they're filling a need and that need is you better be prepared. Better be prepared medically, um, which I love. So I, before I, I, I uh, play Laura Lake, uh, I can talk today, Lara Logan. Um, I always, I, I go back to this because I just absolutely love this. And it was the, the home plate speech 
1996, uh, Coach uh, Scalinos was 78 years old and five years from retiring from a college coaching career that began in 1948. And he shuffled to the stage and he gave this speech and he talked about the fact that he said, you're probably all wondering why I'm wearing home plate around my neck. He was actually wearing home plate around his neck. Or maybe I think I escaped from a mental hospital. (laughs) And he said, no, he said, I may be old, but I'm not crazy. He said, the reason I stand before you today is to share with you a baseball, share with you baseball people what I've learned in life and what I've learned about home plate in my 78 years. And he said, several hands went up and uh, there were many little league coaches in the room while he was giving this speech. And he said, do you know how wide home plate is in little league? And somebody offered up and they said 17 inches. And, uh, and he said, yeah, that's right. How about uh, Babe Ruth? Any Babe Ruth coaches in the house? And said, yes. And they said, 17 inches. I uh, came a guest from, from another coach and he said, that's right. Now, how many high school coaches do we have? And there were hundreds of hands <laughs> shot up, of course. How wide is home plate in high school basketball? And they said, 17 inches. He said, you're right. How about you college coaches? Same thing. Okay. 17 inches. And he said, yeah, it's all 17 inches. He said, 17 inches. And, and what do they do with the big league pitcher who can't throw the ball over 17 inches? You know, and they said, they send him to Pocatello, <laughs> which was funny. Anyway. And then he said, uh, what they don't do is this. They don't say, oh, that's okay, Jimmy. You can't hit a 17-inch target, we'll make it 18 inches or 19 inches, or we'll make it 20 inches so you have a better chance of hitting it, right? If you can't hit that, let us know and we'll make it wider. Say 25 inches. And uh, then he paused and he said, coaches, he said, what we do when our best player shows up late to practice, when our team rules forbid facial hair and a guy shows up unshaven, or if he gets caught drinking, or do we hold him accountable? We do. And uh, the chuckles were fading and and, uh, 4,000 coaches kind of grew quiet. And he said, you know, do we widen home plate? No. He said, turn the plate toward himself. And using a Sharpie, he began to draw something on the home plate. And he said, uh, when it turned in toward the crowd, point up and the the house was revealed complete with a fresh drawn door and two windows. So he drew a house, okay, on home plate. And he said, this is our problem today with our marriages with the way that we parent our kids, with our discipline. We don't teach accountability to our kids and there is no consequence for failing to meet standards. We widen the plate, right? You know, um, I think back on, on that story and I probably gave that story years ago on the show. And accountability is a really big deal right now. And We're having a hard time holding our politicians accountable and we're having a hard time with a lot of criminality and a lot of stuff that's happening right before our eyes. And they're saying they're going to start masking up hospitals again and probably airports because the government owns both. Now that happened with the COVID trillions. Um, They, they own the, they own the hospitals, not just influence own and the, and the airlines. So you're going to see a lot more masks. And you're going to see a lot more of this, right? And, uh, and you're going to see so many instances where we're going to have to take a stand and we're going to have to say no. And we're going to have to just go about our business. And it's kind of like when, the, when, when my city says, no camping, you can't camp in your backyard without our say-so. It's unconstitutional, so do it anyway. <laughs> do it anyway. We're going to have to take stands because it's getting, it's getting bad across the country, all the way down to city government. It's getting bad. And if we don't start really not complying and start, you know, we can't take, we, we got to take the stand, but it's, it's about not complying to all of this and not putting up with this. And, uh, 
not widening the plate, right? You gotta you gotta hold people accountable, and we gotta get some some order back into the chaos, right? Hold people accountable, just like we were held accountable when we were kids. Same kind of thing. I'll be right back. Lara Logan interview. Don't go anywhere. Kate Daly Show, right? KateDalyRadio.com. Go get the podcast. There's so many podcasts to share about so many topics, and it's all driven by topic. Be right back. 